Dr. Leonard Martin. A very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. Good morning, Elvis, and good morning to the listeners. Were you shocked and surprised by these startling revelations by the Belgium government of kidnapping, segregating, and deporting and, f- and forced adoption of thousands of meters, they call it meters children, or was it meters, uh, that were born to mixed-race couples? Elvis, I'm not shocked at all. We must see what is happening in terms of these uh, so-called apologies, uh, in terms of the competition between different spheres of power that uh, intend to renew their relations within Africa. Uh, And and in this sense, Europe is actually taking a very uh, bold step forward in terms of uh, attempts to repair uh, her own crimes in relation to Africa. Now, what does this apology, Doctor, mean uh, for the people of uh, Burundi, Rwanda, and, uh, of course, the DR Congo, um, and uh, especially for these stateless children that have now been in that country for so many years? Well, the, the, the most singular value is the actual uh, uh, public uh, acknowledgement of uh, crimes that have been committed all over Africa in terms of the idea of white superiority and colonization. Now, the Catholic Church apparently was also involved in these atrocities that were committed in Belgium. Tell us more about that. Well, uh, Elvis, uh, the, the, the issue has to be understood that white superiority attempted to create both a physical, but political and cultural periphery. Physically in the sense that, you know, anti-miscegenation laws were meant to sustain a white population in a so-called foreign environment. The creation of whiteness uh, went along with segregation. And to that extent, you know, there was all, uh, a, 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 a denial of the, the interaction, the engagement, the forced liaisons between uh, white men and the subjected uh, women of the colonies. But the whole idea was to create a periphery which continues to this day. Now, politicians across Europe are now under pressure from a growing African diaspora and a younger generation that wishes to shed a new light on colonial history in order to tackle the latent racism and discrimination in some of the European societies. Could South Africa, doctor, also expect a similar apology from the Dutch colonizers who occupied us when they arrived on our shores in 1652 and committed similar atrocities against the indigenous Khoikhoi people here? Well, Elvis, uh, sadly... The Dutch continue a policy of playing the ostrich game and burying its head in the sand. It had assumed that uh, when apartheid fell, all was forgiven and we are on a straight road to some form of nirvana. Unfortunately for the Dutch, uh, the Khoisan movement has reawoken and the narrative of restoration is going to bring all these uh, crimes uh, onto the table, both in terms of what the Dutch had done and what the British have done. We must remember the presence of the Dutch and the British lingers on in South Africa in relation to the population that appropriated the term Africana. These are the actual beneficiaries and descendants of the Dutch and the British uh, in South Africa. By, by no stretch of the imagination can it be uh, expected that these crimes committed in South Africa will not become part of the rising crescendo, the rising uh, voice of the people in the colonies or former colonies.
So is this perhaps a sense then, Doctor, that history will be corrected to a certain degree? Look, uh, we, we, we cannot undo the past, but we can uh, uh, construct the future. In that sense, neither the Dutch nor the British nor any of, the, of these powers that colonized can escape the crime that they committed. And by the way, Elvis, uh, uh, these crimes, in fact, pale, uh, uh, let me put it this way, uh, are beyond what even Hitler had committed against uh, the white Jews, the gypsies, and others. How so? Look, uh, let's just take the Congo. The Congo had a policy of literally uh, executing, maiming those who could not supply uh, the requisite or the standard amount of rubber in their plantations. They killed millions upon millions of Congolese. Hmm. Now, the UN Security Council panel of experts said in a report that racial discrimination was endemic in Belgium's institutions. Now, you lived in exile in Denmark for almost two decades. Was this your experience of Europeans perhaps being also ignorant about their country's cruel colonial history? Well, most European countries, uh, Denmark included, had a policy of hiding the facts, dissuading uh, educational institutions not to engage in research that actually uh, unearthed or unveiled the crimes that they, they had committed. We must remember that the Dutch and the, and the Danish were some of the largest colonial powers of the time. Denmark had colonized the whole of Scandinavia practically, as well as parts of Russia and Germany. So uh, the whole notion of enslavement uh, had been continuous right into Africa. That enslavement has boiled down to where we are now at this point in time in relation to the Khoisan movement and how the descendants of the Khoisan are currently living in this country, Doctor. Do you see perhaps that that could also be part and parcel of an apology, number one, from the Dutch and perhaps a restoration of the rights of the Khoisan? You see, the European powers at the moment are hiding behind this notion of a sovereign South Africa. South Africa became sovereign within the context of white settlement. And they are clinging to that in the hope that their crimes will not have to be uh, confronted. Unfortunately, the Khoisan is a living population. Now, regardless of the notions of sovereignty that have been used over time against the Khoisan, these issues will not escape retribution in the sense that they too will have to actually confront the question of reparations.